Hello. So the meditation we've been doing so far, we're gonna, we're gonna keep doing it until either you get tired of it, well actually until I get tired of it. So I think there may have been some confusion about uh, uh, sort of the object that we are looking for in the meditation. Uh, I hope it's here. We've been using the term uh, uh, the, the nature of the mind, also true nature of the mind, and there are supposed to be two different objects, two different kinds of two different things. Uh, if to explain nature of the mind, I'll use the example of uh, of clay. That, that is, hasn't yet been uh, fashioned into anything. Okay, so that will be comparable to uh, something that you can see as the nature of the mind. Okay, so when you look at clay, which is not fashioned into anything, uh, and you look at clay, which has been uh, been made into something, it has, in terms of appearance, there's a big difference between the appearance of the unfashioned, unused clay and whatever that is that you made the clay into. The, the form changes completely, can change completely, where not only the shape, you, have, you can have so many different varieties of shapes and you can have so many different varieties of colors which are completely different from the shape and the, and the color of the, sh of, the, of the clay before you mold it into something. And yet, whatever it is that you end up with, you don't say, oh, uh, you are still aware that this is still the clay. It's still the clay taking this, taking this shape, taking this form, taking this color. Okay? But in the meditation, what you're looking for, so you're sort of presented with the finished products. And your job in the meditation is to see how it's still the clay. Okay? Now that's the nature of the mind. Now the true nature of the mind, uh, oh boy, I'm stuck here. <laughs> uh, it's still using the clay idea. The true nature would be the chemical composition of the clay. It's a very bad example but it's the only thing I can use right now, okay? <laughs> so like, we would like the chemical composition of the clay. It's like when you take the clay and you break it down, just like if you took the, the, the finished product and you broke it down and said, oh, this is clay. And if you take the clay and you break it down further, then the chemical composition that becomes clay, that will be the true nature of the clay. I'm not saying... <laughs> the true nature of clay are the chemical composition. But this is just an example, okay? To, to, get, to, to help us understand something. Okay? Uh, so, in your meditation, you're supposed to first encounter just nature of mind, in, not the true nature of mind. So the thing that becomes thoughts, ideas, memories, 
Okay? The thing that becomes those things. You're supposed to find that first. And once you find that, and then you look at it and see, oh, what is this really? And the answer that you come up with, the result that you come up with, that's supposed to be the true nature of the mind. Okay? And to sort of help get to both of these, uh, you need a certain level of being able to observe the mind without being carried away by the mind. Okay? A, a, a sense of and this is where you know uh, Zen uses beautiful language and Dzogchen uses a lot of mysterious languages where you're supposed to uh, observe the mind without participating in what's happening in the mind. Okay. And this requires a certain degree of objectivity. So there's a part of you, there's a part of your mind that's at the level of just observing, not participating in what's happening. Okay. Uh, and once you've reached that level of sort of like a, a distancing yourself, then whatever thought comes, then you're able to look at it, oh, just clay. Well, not really clay, it depends on. But the, the, you're not supposed to look into, oh, what made me think that? Don't go into that kind of uh, 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 philosophical inquiry. That's not the point of this meditation. You want if you want to, if you could if you want to, but it's not the point here. Okay. What you're going to end up with is not the nature of the mind. You're going to end up with something else. Okay. Uh, when you look at clay, just staying like that, it doesn't just become a play, it doesn't just become a figurine, just another clay decides, oh, okay, I'll be a figurine today. Some outside factor has to act upon the clay for the clay to be changed into some form, some shape, into some other, look to have a different appearance of color. So something happens, uh, something uh, um, uh, come, in, come into this raw material of the mind and then makes it come up with diff those different things, like that, the different thoughts, the different ideas, the different convictions, all those things that dwell in the mind. Now, what are those things? You know, water, the fertilizer. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> the interesting thing about the mind is that what will affect what kind of new thought the mind comes up with are what the mind is perceiving. <laughs> okay. And, and the kinds of already made forms that comes into the mind that the mind perceives alters the mind. Okay? And the degree of participation that you have into with those new things that comes into the mind alters the mind. <coughs> well it takes mind to change mind. Okay? Uh, When do I introduce that? <laughs> That's not the point of this meditation. <laughs> okay. 
Don't try to find out, oh, why did I think of that? Okay? Don't, don't, don't go into that kind of meditation. Okay? I mean, if you could if you want to, but don't, don't, you're not going to end up with nature of mind. Okay? Uh, so to sort of help you get into that level of, of pure observing, I'm going to give you an object to think about. Okay? It's still here. <laughs> that was a funny also. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so, you're going to go back to the presence above your head and just focus on the area, specific area just above your head. Not, not, the, not, not the actual uh, skull of your head, but just a little bit above the head. You're going to focus in that area. And as you're going to focus in that area, you're going to try to really... Uh, some, some of your imaginations may go crazy, but, uh, but really try to... No, control your imagination, please. Okay? Try to really genuinely see or perceive what's there. Genuinely. Okay? So if you see absolutely nothing, that's your object. If you hear absolutely nothing, that's your object. But if your imagination all of a sudden, you know, snuck, snuck in, you know, snuck in uh, some, Im some image there, okay, focus on that. Okay? But try to get your imagination before it uh, <laughs> creates anything. And bring that whatever it is into your mind or, or imagine, okay, this will imagine come, imagine that this thing now comes into your heart center and you're going to continue to observe it. And as you continue to observe it, you're going to have that little extra part of your mind looking at your mind, what is happening to my mind as I'm observing this thing, okay? So, the thing itself is not the most important thing. It's your mind observing this thing. What's happening to it as you observe it? Observe this thing. Okay. And if all of a sudden there's a brand new perception dawns into your mind, like there's something else that your mind is looking at, while you are looking at what is this? What's happening to my mind as I'm looking at this? And then all of a sudden some uh, perception comes. And when I say perception comes, it doesn't necessarily have to be related to anything with the five senses. Okay? But something other than whatever you were perceiving before dawns into the, dawns to the mind. Now that becomes, I hope, <laughs> at least a good uh, uh, a level of awareness that you can be aware of. Does that make sense? A level of awareness that you're aware of. Or a level of mind that you'll become aware of. And we hope that you are looking at the nature of mind. Okay. Yes. But actually, what we are doing is discovering how the final figure was played. How was the process between a final? Well, not necessarily the process. Don't go into process. But I think you, you, what you're talking about is like the final. So right now, you will have final, final things coming up in the mind. 
Right, we have that fi uh, final object, uh -huh. and we are trying to see how how, how that it comes. It was clay before. Yeah, it's seeing how it is clay. No, it wasn't clay before. It's still clay. When you when you when you take a clay and you, it becomes a a plate, is the plate no longer clay? I mean, you don't call it clay, <laughs> but is clay completely gone from 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 the plate? So in that in that sense, so still find still look for the clay. Don't ask how it became that way. Because that becomes something your mind will give you so many different things. Okay, and you don't want that to happen. You just want to still see that this is still clear. Okay? Right, so, hmm, a little deeper. So, when this new perception is forced upon your mind, and you're able to uh, not be too uh, shocked by this new perception. Either your shock is that, oh my goodness, and your excitement, you know, scares it away. But you're able to still able to clearly stay in that new perception, look at it, be in it, and now you're going to look for the true nature. And just by having a sincere, open wish to know what is this really please don't throw stuff like oh this is empty it's like I've never existed please don't throw that in there okay your mind is going to go into something else you can remember uh, what what no, what did Nagarjuna say we don't go into that kind of uh, this is just you go into memory lane okay just remembering stuff that you read things that you've heard okay you're, not gonna, you're absolutely out of the meditation now okay just have, hold a very strong wish to know what is this really? Okay. And then you will naturally find yourself going in through a, a search. And this is the search that you call the ultimate analysis. You're going to be you're going to be looking at it and looking for it. Looking at it and looking for it. Does that make sense? The very thing that you're looking at is the very thing that you're going to be looking for. Really. Okay. Uh, not to be startled kind of mind. There are two ways of cultivating it. One way is a mind of total acceptance. Whatever happens, you accept. If somebody comes and uh, uh, makes a loud noise in, 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 in your ear, you hear it, but because your mind is completely in an acceptance mode, it doesn't, it doesn't shock you from where, from, where, from where you are. Okay? I think this is one of the examples that uh, Matthew Hika did in that lab. Where, where he is, what do they call it? They have a name for it, psychology. Startled reflexive. Yeah. Well, not, be, not being able to be startled. Okay? You, you reach that level. <laughs> and, and that level is a, 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 a state of complete acceptance. The other way of, 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 of uh, not being disturbed by completely something completely new appearing in the field of perception is to shut down 
the doors. So shut down the sense doors. Okay. And some of you may have the, the ability to do it with your will. Maybe half of you. <laughs> may have the ability to do it with your will. And, so, and, and others, it's just a matter of letting that process that started before, just having the, still the willingness to let it continue. Eventually, it will reach the point where the sense doors are shut. So, and this is the example that was given in the life of the Buddha when he was, uh, when he was a little boy. He was uh, uh, watching the farmers. He went to the field and was uh, having a picnic, sat under a tree, and he was watching the farmers uh, 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 cultivating and, and doing what the farmers do. And then he got so, in, so involved into perceiving what was going on, and he became very so internal that they said that there was a thunderstorm going on. And while the thunderstorm was going on, he, that didn't disturb him. To the point where uh, I think his uh, attendant came and said, "Ah, oh, I was looking for you. What happened to you? Didn't you, didn't you, uh, weren't you scared, or they, what, why didn't you get away from the thunderstorm?" And he said, "What thunderstorm?" Okay. So even though there was this loud thing go happening, but he was he was so deeply involved, so deeply inside that his, his sense doors were just shut. And you. When you, and these, none of these things are imaginary states where you're imagining or pretending, or oh, I'm pretending my sense, my sense doors are shut. And you're hearing everything that's going on and a bunch of stuff are happening, you're perceiving it. But, oh, but, but I'm not really doing it. And, no. And it's not like someone knocks you over the head and then you wake up the next day and you say, oh, I guess my sense doors, my sense doors were shut. <laughs> no. While you're in that experience, you are listening and you absolutely don't hear anything. And for those, for people who uh, meditate with their eyes open, they can even direct their attention to perceiving and they absolutely see nothing. Okay? That's what it means by the sense, sense doors are shut. And of course, uh, there are more secret ways of explaining them, but not going to that. <laughs> Alright, so you get your meditation. You're going to go back to the presence above your head. Listen genuinely. And then take whatever it is that you perceive into your heart center. That's the imagination. And then really, really engage in continuing to perceive it. But a part of your mind is watching your mind transforming. I'm going to put that word in there. It might be a, a wrench, but, <laughs> but listening, watching the mind as it is watching this. Okay. But what was happening from the very beginning, you have to think that it's, it's going to continue. Okay. It's not like you're going to go into some completely different realms, completely different uh, uh, state. The same thing is happening. Right? And if you feel like levitating, please control yourself. Okay, you don't want any distractions if people are trying to meditate. Okay? <laughs>
Really? <laughs> okay. Don't tell me you couldn't, you couldn't help it, all right? Okay, let's see how much time you have. Can't see the, the guys uh, respecting on that. Okay, 817. 817? Oh, yeah, plenty of time. Even though it was supposed to end 17 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. Please do not disturb many people's uh, All right, so I don't think I need to guide you. You know what to do.
whatever level of tranquility you find yourself in, try still to hold on, try to stay in, in, in that state. And while staying, deliberately staying in that state, now fill your, that space of your mind with boundless love. Just let your mind go to those beings everywhere and just look at their conditions. And let your heart embrace them with boundless compassion, boundless love. And let this feeling fill the entire space of the state. strength of your mind within the state. Strengthen your determination. Renew your commitment. Slowly become aware of the breath. And through your awareness of the breath, become aware of the body again. Thank you very much.